Welcome back to the West Coast. How Thank do you. you feel? I'm glad to be back in California, particularly in my house. And um, I am definitely missing the East Coast for sure. My six-year-old feel... said, Mommy, the leaves aren't red. And I said, <laughs> I know. Why? I said, well, because we live in California and it's going to take a little bit more time. You're listening to Sisterhood as We Know It with Deed and Son. I know you guys have been dying to hear the update on Lily James and Dominic West. That saga is going on. And it still puzzles me because after the day after we recorded that first initial I was like, she married him. And you're like, she's kissing a married man. I was like, still, it's still a shocker. (laughs) Right. So then in a very uh, strange, it felt a little cold and a little staged. A little, a little. He He and his wife, he and his wife held a press conference to show a united front that they are still married. They have, they still have a strong marriage. And in an article that I read, they handed out pieces of paper that said that they still have a strong marriage and that's all they didn't take questions. Right. And what do you know about this? So I have one reaction to that public reaction or public statement. Let's hear it. Side eyes emoji. Yeah. Total side eyes. Yeah. We see you Dominic West. Because first of all, kiss was awkward everything about the whole thing was awkward so they went oh did they, they kiss okay of, did not they went outside it. their front door kissed kissed and the kiss just looked <laughs> so awkward it, it was just like okay forced it was staged. i mean you just it look at forced. it and you're just you're not feeling it i mean and this guy's an actor <laughs> right and then you know she even looks like in the in, you know they're taking out ton of pictures so if you google this if you if anybody's wa- hearing us right now we don't even have to put a link on our website because all you have to do is google dominic west and this picture of him kissing his wife from two weeks ago is going to come up and she has a side eyes because she kisses him has her eyebrows <laughs> and goes like this and and okay if Okay, if you think that adding a note, like a, um, a paper that says our marriage is strong, Catherine and Dominic. What's even weirder about this is that it was, are you ready for this? Handwritten. Handwritten. <laughs> okay, I'm actually glad it's hand. it was handwritten because I pictured it as I don't know. a small piece of paper with like one sentence on it typed out. And that feels cold. It was but an eight and a half by a eleven, with like probably written in a oh, in a yes. uh, sharpie, um, because it says stash Catherine and Dominic, and um, you know he lives in a castle. I learned a lot about Dominic West. He lives because she's an heir. Everything she's, about um, this, royal, oh. you know, she's from an heir. She's a not a countess, but she's definitely a noble. She's of nobility, and they have four children. And she's a designer. I'm telling you, just like I said, there's so many dis- similarities to the affair because helen comes from a family of wealth and you know obviously dominic makes a lot of money because he's or dominic west makes a lot of money because he's an actor from hollywood and so it's the whole thing about it is very strange meanwhile everything about it is so awkward awkward and again side eyes because meanwhile miss lily james has been canceling 
her appearances to promote yes. her movie on Netflix called Rebecca based on this. Um, I don't know what the, I forget what the novel's called, but it's based on um, a turn of the century novel about a man who remarries. And then the, you know, either ghost or feeling of the previous wife is there in the house. So, so that's what that's about, but she's supposed to be promoting that, but she only like, she canceled Jimmy Fallon I think she finally went on something two days ago. Obviously didn't talk about it at all. Um, didn't talk about the Dominic West thing. Right. The steamy kiss. I mean, got it. And oh my. It is all very bizarre and it, it feels rushed. Like the, it feels like they scrambled to have this press conference and make it look like everything was absolutely fine. Meanwhile, Us Weekly reports that Lily James is horrified that the pictures right. came out i read that the movie that they're working on for bbc she is she plays his daughter in it and he plays very her str- i mean the whole thing is just really just, the whole thing is just very strange it is it feels icky it feels icky it feels like a a, a pr nightmare it is a pr nightmare for sure it definitely feels like they're hiding something well, yeah they or they were trying to hide something and then it came out and now right. you know there's yeah. tidbits of there's you know statements from sources close to dominic west and sources close right right to lily james basically saying that like you know lily just wants to live her life and move on i mean obvi who wouldn't and lay and lay low she is, I can but picture her there's other weird stuff that like... when he flew home to his wife because they were in rome having this weekend okay. romantic getaway which i mean those two look like of course i thought they were married by the way they were i mean or at least like really at the least way really they were in, acting, a, in right. a serious relationship or you know at least a very you know steamy one and so he flew immediately to london from rome and if you just google this whole story she was on the plane with him going back to london so the whole thing is just very strange and yet it's all, all very strange true. Speaking of speaking of strained relationships, I'm pivoting here to the new book about Prince William and Prince Harry. Have you heard of it? I think I have. What is it called? Because there's been a lot of headlines about those two and how like it's Harry's already cut on... out of the Christmas photo and there's like this other photo of like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> It is. It's on my list. I'm currently on the wait list for it through Libby, my favorite library app. Um, and it's called Battle of the Brothers, William and Harry, the inside story of a family in tumult. Tumultuous? Or is it tumult? Yes. No, it just says tumult. By Robert Lacey, royal expert and historical consultant to the crown. Ooh. Yes. So um, I'm, I cannot wait to read this book. It talks about how, um, okay, I read an article and I was like, read in it. Uh, nine tabloid royal tabloid controversies explained in this book battle of the brothers number one william welcomed camilla into the family but she was surprised by his temper number Ooh. two william and harry were both wild partiers in high school not surprising That's a given. number three there's a chance kate only decided to go to st andrews after she heard william was going again not surprising i'm sure a lot of girls did that uh number Four, 
The Tiara fight before Megan's wedding to Harry really happened, but was it way but it was way more complicated than previously reported. Number five, the, the Buckingham Palace staff, specifically the Queen's private secretary and his allies, were not fans of Megan's. Okay, boo. That kind of goes that goes alongside of finding freedom. That backs up what finding freedom said the book finding freedom right number six the mail on sunday sent a reporter out to megan's dad once they read about megan's letter to her to her father in the pages of people again not surprising number seven harry and megan gave the palace no warning before filing their lawsuits against the press and this was a breaking point for the rest of the family didn't know that I'm but that goes in that. that goes in uh, that is parallel or coincides with just whispers or rumors about Harry and Meghan um, doing their own thing and creating friction. And in the finally, family. Harry did give the palace ten minutes' notice before announcing their royal exit, leading to acrimony and meltdown in the palace yikes so in this article it talks about how robert lacy has pointed out or points out in the book how much the press influences the royal family and their behavior oh, interesting their relationships so how the press yes influences so i what cannot goes out wait goes right because for for example the camilla thing we all know that charles prince charles was in love with Camilla and then married Princess Diana. Watch season three of The Crown. Yes, for sure. And he was having an affair with Camilla while married to Diana. Right. Right? Okay. So in this article, it says that every week, Camilla, during that time, during the affair, every week, she had a phone call with the Sun paper. And she would give information to the press through the Sun that she gained from her conversations with Charles. So any little thing she could discern from what he talked about in his marriage, she fed that to the press. Now that is a plot twist for sure. And they still yeah. let her in the family. And... They still let her in the family. So it's, but she follows the rules of the she family. She does. She does. She's definitely, so she's there's good like, at laying low you know, for sure. Right. So, I mean, I kind of wanted to talk about that while we were talking about, quote unquote, the affair happening with Lily James and Dominic West and the affair that show that he was on that seems very similar to what's happening well, right what's now. It's going to be interesting about the way this plays out. And obviously, there's only two options here at least two main ones whether they will continue continue to have it or it's dead part of me thinks it's dead because she's totally out of the limelight but part of me thinks like maybe they'll wait like you know is this a brangelina thing or was this just a fling maybe Hmm. it's just a fling i really hope this is just a fling so but yeah side eyes for sure I just finished Emily Giffen's Mm -hmm. latest book called Mm. The Lies That Bind Us. 
Eliza Bind. Tell us, tell us about it. The stories. So the story it is a love story that takes place in New York City in spring 2001 before about three or four months prior to the twin um to 9-11 and so right i would that's pretty much all i can say about at this point there is a, a bit of a love triangle on there it's i would recommend it if you're if you're interested in having a light read light meaning nothing too heavy or tra- okay obviously there's she goes into 9-11 and that is um reliving the reactions of that is obviously heavy and complex but aside from that this story as a whole um is a light read in terms of a love story and um decisions that we have to make as we're growing up and Mm -hmm. thinking between our heart and our mind so um i -hmm. recommend it i i would recommend it as a second or third choice if you have another book you want to read that's more that that is like on your top list then i would say do this as a second because the one that she wrote two years ago called um um i have to look at the name of actually i'm gonna look at it right now um i liked better it was very good and it was really okay uh, um let me just pull her up right now all we ever wanted which came out in 2018 is really that one is excellent that one I would okay, put that I'll one put on that your on list. list. It goes with the Me Too movement. And it's... Okay. I'm a fan of Emily Giffen. She's brilliant. Um, she, through her stories, she poses questions that... At growing up that you that you think about whether it's in a relationship, whether is he right for me? Is he wrong for me? Is it is it friendship versus relationship? Um, and all we ever wanted, it shows that things are are not always going to be cut and dry when it comes to anything whether it's in this particular case with with um the me too movement and um and you see the the clear right and wrong but you could see also how things get muddied so that was good okay. the lies that bind was was good. it was enjoy it was enjoyable i wanted to make sure i finished it so it had me there it's not mm. um, you know it's not riveting like a mystery um, but you are kind of figuring right. out like, okay, what is the protagonist thinking? I think of the day the protagonist kind of got on my nerves because mm. she was just a little. I agree. I read I was that like, a couple of months I was like, ago. Is she and that I, in denial? I just, I think I'm just a fan of, yeah, I think I'm just more a fan of the other books that included um, the book, right. Something Borrowed. Oh, so you read it. You Those read the characters. I think that. I did read The Lies That Bind. Um, I felt that it was a little predictable. Right. So it was one of those things that um, I could see it being a rom-com. Right. Or um, Right. So I'd give it about three and a half stars. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I think the half is coming from the way she really accurately depicted the 9-11. But 9-11 was sort of um, on that part. But... Yeah. yeah, you're the with a lot of the protagonist reactions. I was like, is she that much in denial where she's asking all these questions? And I was I like, know. okay, yeah. Um, even for a late a person in her late twenties, so, so yeah. Right. So the lies that bind was good. It's not spectacular. That's so. You know what? Okay, I just realized that ties into what we're talking about with Lily James. Yes, and. 
Camilla Parker Bowles or now, you know, yes. the Duchess of Cornwall. And and now yeah, it does. Book. It does. It does. It Which, really does. Okay. So giving a spoiler alert about it. It does. Yeah. I don't want we don't want to ruin it if you're gonna read that book if you're a fan of Emily Giffen like we are. Um we don't want to ruin it for you, but thanks for bringing that up. I did I read that a couple of months ago and I thought, okay. The one I'll I read you. before that was called oh gosh, I should pull this up right now. Let me pull it up. It was a mystery and it's not as I think I told you about it. It's not as scary as I thought it was going to be. Okay, I really hope this doesn't start like okay. my library. It's called The Wife Between Us by Greer Hendricks oh. and Sue- Sarah Pekkanen. And that was mm-hmm. good. It wasn't it wasn't as um suspenseful as Gone Girl. Um and okay. it's not scary, but I would definitely recommend that. Mm-hmm. Um, as 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 well as into this universe of a love triangle that we're talking about, I would highly highly right. recommend the um, the wife between us. And I and I I don't want to describe it further because we'll just give it away. If I say it's this story meets this story, then it will give it away. Okay. <laughs> okay. So do you it's recommend a love- this book? Yes. She okay. Well, it's why. it's a little bit of a suspense <laughs> and a mystery. And there's a love triangle. Okay. And everything seems perfect in this woman's life. And you wonder why she's no longer married to her husband. Okay. Now I'm intrigued. Now I'm intrigued. Well, speaking of books that, um, that we've read, I read, um, Vanity. Okay. I have to say, I did not love it. I did not love it. It was one of those books where I saw, I felt like it was so predictable. Right. And I think with Crazy Rich Asians and Rich China Girlfriend, did you read those China Rich Girlfriend, mm-hmm. I did. Yeah, I read the trilogy that involves right. yes. you know, the characters from, from Crazy Rich Asians. Uh, so I think that set right. a really high bar. Or maybe because I knew you loved it, then I was like so excited to read it. But I felt like from the first two chapters, it was very, very predictable. It was more about, like you said, learning about the different attributes of wealth or of different classes of wealth. That's what I enjoyed about Um, it a lot. Yeah. And the, and the, yeah, the intricacies of behavior and, that but the the characters i mean they they were entertaining but not i think it would be better as a movie. right right i i just love the way kevin kwan writes um and how he describes a scene how he describes mm-hmm. the personalities and how he gives right the backstory to for example if the skirt of a or a piece or a hotel or a, um, a place that they're going to and i mm-hmm. thought it was really fascinating about how he described the waspy wealth and how those families right. can then trace their lineage back to Plymouth Rock. So, and I would, and I was, right. I, we didn't see Plymouth Rock. Mm-hmm. That was on my list. We didn't have enough time, but you know, I was talking about it for, with someone on my team who's from there. And it's like saying, it's like the thing about the East Coast is that you're literally right there where all the stuff happened. 
and then that's and then it just sinks in right. more about these aristocratic families um or american dynasties literal american dynasties that have lineage back to the pilgrims or on the other side they have lineage back to um um turn of the century um industries such as coal the railroads and it, it just mm-hmm. makes a it makes a lot of it makes <laughs> makes sense about why to this day why we still have the leaders that we have so anyhow little divergent a little little bit of a of a um detour there yeah tangent tangent yeah so Mm -hmm. okay interesting reaction on on sex and vanity agree that it is not as intriguing as the china rich girlfriend or that um, but it, uh, right. what I enjoyed about it was just, I love the tone of Kevin Kwan's writing. He is so great. And he has Filipinos in there. I, so, of course, I'm, yes. Which is so I loved, great. I loved that too. The, I representation, the representation. And um, now I want to do puppy yoga. <laughs> I was like, do you think this would be a big <laughs> hit in San Jose? <laughs> Probably. People love animals here. So what I'm reading right now is actually I'm between books. I'm between books. So I'm about okay. to start. Tell us about um, that. This was recommended by Brian. I'm about to start. It's called, I should pull it up. It's called Deacon King Kong by James McBride. And it's about the Baptist, um, a black Baptist church in the sixties, I think. But he said it's totally different from anything that I would read. And so I should tell I and he's enjoying it and I should give it a try. Speaking of Brian, really? I read his book of poetry. I did. Did I you read buy it, it on Kindle? It's called um Is it free? I don't think you can buy it. It was really hard to first okay. of all, it was hard to Thank find. Thank you for reading it. Um and well, yeah. Uh and it's a collection of poems. It's called um Yes. Daddy Still Plays, right? Well, Daddy Still Plays by Brian Robinson. Oh, Deeds Brian Robinson. So check it out. It's definitely poetry. I mean, I don't know what else to say. I have a favorite, and I would have to look up the name of it, um, but it's a very, it is about family. It is about um, fatherhood and your kids, and there's one about Lulu. Lucy, your golden retriever. So, do you have a favorite? I would actually also have to crack that baby open myself. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, I've read maybe a couple. Read it that he's shown me. I didn't even know this book was being published until it was actually published. So, yes. So, (laughs) anywho. Okay. So wait. When when did you when did you read it? Haven't. Okay. I've only read it like like he when he showed me his um, Got it. He wrote one, one he wrote one poem for the kids and that was one of the collection. One part. There's a lot of poems that include the kids because it's specifically about fatherhood. Got it. Uh, so it's this one called Prilogy and I looked up that word. I don't know if that's a word, but P R E L E G Y Prilogy. I made up Prilogy. That up. Prelogy. Listen. The purest loss that no one would, will see, the greatest gift that was never to be, 
invisible in cosmos plan yet to us the whole of man it was a dream of consummation to add to image another creation in combination improve the fruit of our love what evil could come from such intentions creator still cancelled will said and done the emptiness of chances missed of hands not held and cheeks not kissed our tears don't dry but only mist there is no air into which they consist there are no walls to receive our cries no presumption of demise for she he who did never exist so our sobs fall unechoed into the abyss the hope of chance of cycle new does not change a heart from any color but blue yet all the same the light remains should we choose to pursue despite the pain our love does too an ample reflex reflex reach back to us and to the other project to the other project in good and bad we shall endure our perforated hearts they can be sure of our partnered stand before cosmos plan so right now i'm reading i know you didn't ask but i'm going to tell you i just finished reading oh. the guest list i like to see what's on uh, Reese Witherspoon's, uh book club and that was one of them i think from maybe a couple of months ago um and is it scary? You know, I don't is like scary? scary things. I don't like to be scared. I don't. Well, let me just go into this with a precursor of saying I don't like to be scared. I don't like scary movies. I don't like uh, the scary stuff of Halloween or anything like that. But I started it and it was probably because I started it around 1030 in the evening. And I thought this might be a little too scary for me <laughs> because it starts off in, on an island oh. that's known to be haunted. And, and so, but I finished it because um, I thought, you know what? It's Halloween. Right. What's a little spook? So then it is about a wedding of a, an actor and a influencer. And uh, yeah, it's about their very grand wedding on an island known to be haunted and about the very strange things that happened on the island while they're there like okay between that and sex and vanity like the two other books we read the same time or not the same time but i think because there's mystery happening in the guest list okay how many stars would you give it i would recommend it the emily giffen i'd give it four stars i was guessing the whole time i was guessing the whole time to think like well what's happening and and sure is someone gonna die you know things like that so it's it's um, okay. It's not scary. It okay. would make a great scary movie, though. Like all the scary movies where you know you think something scary is going to happen, and then it's just so, someone with a flashlight. Speaking of, you know, well, like I, I don't think this is going to be scary, but I am very excited about a new show coming out on HBO Max called The Undoing mm-hmm. with Nicole Kidman and Hugh Grant, and. And it seems mysterious. It seems like there's a love triangle with a previous wife and someone disappeared and they're trying to cover it up. I don't know. I don't know. But you know how these these montage previews are. 
they just show the actors they have a couple of whispers and some music and there's hair flying and i'm like (laughs) i don't know what this is about but i want to watch it and then they they flash on quotes about sundance film festival or something and i'm like okay this seems really good (laughs) and they're like written by the same writer from big little lies like not the same novelist of big little lies but the screenwriter so i was like okay they're just flashing names on me and i'm like okay i'm so i'll watch it i can talk about it on the next watch it be in doing Okay, comes I'll out watch tomorrow. It too, so okay. we can we can uh, debrief on it. Let's go into okay. obsessions. What are your current my obsessions? current obsessions? As you all know, is still recovering from my East Coast trip, and so <laughs> yes, what I have right now, one of my obsessions right now is um, I got a mug, of course, from Starbucks. You know, from the Been There series, and so I have my little. Ver- so love that series. So love I have a little Vermont cup mug. So that's one of my obsessions. My other one is from um, this is also a fashion designer, um, influencer, Heel James Patrick and his wife Sarah James Patrick, who um love them and they've mentioned them before. Um, handles on Instagram are at KJP and at Sarah with an H KJP. And they have their own store in Newport, Rhode Island. And I got one of their sweaters that say Newport. And so I wore that yesterday. And so that's one of my obsessions. Um, Another one is another one. What was it? Okay. So you will be proud of me. It is actually a hair product. um, And using it and actually blow drying my hair. Well, I I just want to say, I want to say I'm always proud of you. But I'm actually using whether it's a sweater oh, from Newport or thank you, a thank hair you. product, it's the Kevin Murphy. Um, Kevin Murphy. Let me pull it out right now. Bodybuilder mousse, thanks to Rhoda Ray's, um, our hairstylist, mm-hmm. and I'm able to really her. put it in my hair, and it's it, it's it's for the use of dry hair, and um, you know, you're not supposed to. Mm-hmm wash your hair every day because it's better for your hair and it just helps also with like the look of your hair and it really helped on my trip and I've been using it a little bit in my hair ever you know every day and it helps with the volume and it helps with training my hair to not be as oily you know just to not be washed as often um and then finally with another with a, a previous obsession that I didn't realize till I pulled out my travel bag because it's in my travel bag and I haven't used it is the dry mm. bar um finishing spray um I think that really helped my hair and it smells really good and I'm actually gonna go I have like been banning dry bar because I had a bad experience with buying products online you know this from earlier this year and so I think I'm actually going to go yes. back and like just mm-hmm. buy the product that bad. I gave to our friends which we have to start talking about the holidays if you can believe it and um get that um finishing spray again because it's really good it's like a dry shampoo without it being a dry shampoo those are my obsessions what are yours my my current obsessions are kind of along the same lines of instagram because they're mainly people i follow on instagram i'm obsessed with them the first one i want to start with is one that i recently discovered through the home edit another obsession but right now we're talking about this one 
she is her handle is i am baker and she does reels on instagram called your content is terrible ycit and she poses as a hotline person for uh, a customer service person for your content is terrible and she takes calls from others and you just hear her side of it and it's hilarious it is so good so deed deed has started following her and she did one on the home edit which is why they re uh posted hers and she does other ones on um on (laughs) on fitness influencers she is hilarious like funny when sun posted check her out that's we've shared her on our story i want to say three days ago i have been following her instagram ever since and like going through her history thanks to sun and Mm -hmm. what's so great about i am baker what she's doing is because she is a food blogger herself is she's basically taking these complaints that i think she that she gets in real life and then adding empathy to it and not taking it personally and also making them sound ridiculous mm-hmm. validating them but also making them sound ridiculous at the same time without also being offended with them so, with them that's why it, what makes it so great is that it's not yes. just a lighthearted approach it's just saying like these are actual i'm sure these are all actual real complaints for example she has one on email subscriptions <laughs> did you see that one it's so great like y'all have to watch it because <laughs> yeah. and, and her reactions are yes it's yes. so good we'll post it to and story. she's able to we'll you know make a so point you without you just you, you just want to like be friends with her like she's so it, she's so great um so good good one son yes it's like if you need a good laugh if you're having a tough day and you just want to scroll instagram but you need a little bit of inspiration for uh the yes. joy, to spark, joy to spark again is a great watch some of her videos and thank you um, speaking of joy, I mean, I really am trying to transition here. My other uh, Instagram obsession right now is Ojoy. Uh, that's the handle at Ojoy. It's Joy Cho's uh, Instagram page, and she has written children's books. She does um, interior design. She had a line at Target at one point. Um, she's really, really great, and she is real. She's a mom. And she shares her daily life of um, motherhood and working and some of the things, some of the projects that she has been working on. Like she just came out with a a line of pajamas uh, that she styled with another company and they're super cute. They have the characters from her children's books on them. And my last current obsession is another Instagram person. It's someone that I discovered on Netflix's show, Say I Do, which is a reality TV show of three people who come in and um, they throw a wedding in basically a week. Yes, it is so wonderful. The love stories are inspiring and will renew your faith in humanity. That's pretty powerful. Um, And and these, the design, well, the designers, okay, so uh, the one I'm specifically talking about is Tai Wen, and he is the the gown designer. He designs a custom wedding gown and custom tux for the bride and groom, or the groom and groom, or the bride and bride. And um, he is just a wonderful person. He just makes you feel like 
you are loved, even though you are only the person watching at home. And I follow him on Instagram and he puts out so much joy in the world just by being himself. And another great thing is that he shares his favorite, he's Vietnamese and he shares his favorite um, Vietnamese foods on Instagram constantly. Mm -hmm. So we all know pho, the soup, right? We all know banh mi's, the sandwiches. Um, Those have become just normalized and part of our society. But he has, he's shared so many different Vietnamese foods that I am not, I haven't been aware of, even though I grew up or we grew up in a very diverse community where there are a lot of Vietnamese people and a lot of Vietnamese restaurants and foods. But I usually stick to pho or banh mi. So it's just great. He he shares about his culture and um, he shares about what inspires him. And he's just, he is another person who just, if you need a little What's bit of joy, just watch What's his, his stories handle? and, you know, his name is Ty Nguyen. So uh, uh-huh. T-H-A-I Nguyen is N-G-U-Y-E-N. But we'll go ahead and, and start reposting some of his stuff on our Instagram once this once this uh episode goes live but those are my current obsessions i look at their stories every single day if they're posting something um and i look forward to watching them at the end of the day because usually that's exciting i want to check them out the day, but and i want to check out that show watch. too you have great recommendations he's so great he's so great thank you so much but that's our show everybody we are publishing this uh the week of halloween the very last week of october in this challenging and difficult year 2020 and we hope that you're listening on a good day and if it hasn't been a good day then reach thanks out for listening we're here for you bye We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Sisterhood as We Know It. If you like what you're hearing, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.